Hello everyone, I'm Mark, the chief writer here at Maltopia, and I just wanted to remind you the sleep-wake cycle is but one of a series of interconnected horror podcasts within the wide and weird world of Maltopia. For Easter eggs, crossover events, and additional lore, please check out our other series, The Shepherd of Wolves, Red Mother, Grimland, and The Damnation Machine. And be sure to check out our free content on our Patreon page for additional lore and stories. For even more Maltopia content, consider becoming a patron. Starting for as little as $2 a month, benefits range from additional art, update videos, early episode access, our mini-podcast series, October's Children, both written and full audio pieces, such as The Lost Library, Tales of Maltopia, and The Weird Book. You can also gain access to our found footage show, The Weird Tape Series, and even our Patreon-exclusive, fully-produced audio series, Devil's Clay. So, with all that said, I will leave you to the darkness. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. With Sugar's every word, the rabbit hole just got deeper. But Mary remained nonplussed, her mind as inscrutable as my candy-coated brother's, which was saying something as Mary and I were just different sides of the same brain. On occasion, I could feel her words coming out of my mouth, the venom of her thoughts coursing through my psyche. She was less a personality unto herself and more a projection of my own. A filter that translated my impulses into darker action. My nightmare self. Once Sugar casually mentioned that he'd known the whole time that we were being manipulated, Mary reacted as I never would have. She remained calm, but coiled. So you knew, huh? That we were being manipulated. Intentionally traumatized. <laughs> And don't think it didn't pain me either, but it was a sticking point, you should understand. <laughs> the other insisted. Oh yeah, I'm sure it kept you up nights. So Gloomhest... Our father, you mean? <laughs> so our father wants us to do away with Asaya, to put an end to the next darkness, eh? And this other of yours wants the same thing, too. Naturally, you struck a deal and me and Isaiah became chess pieces. That about right? I don't know if I'd put it quite like that. <laughs> Especially since I'm not a chess sort of fella. I much prefer Candyland. <laughs> and now that you've told us the truth... Better yet, let us live it. You're reasonably certain we'll go along with things. No carrots or subterfuge needed. You're a clever Sally, Mary. But you're wrong. I didn't want any of this for us. You and me and Isaiah. 
Not at all. <laughs> I just wanted skies full of balloons and mountains carved from candy and lakes of shifting sugar. <laughs> but, alas, that isn't the world. Now is it? Not yet, at least. You think if I double-dipped you two in the tasteless truth beforehand, you'd have avoided all that misery and pain, right? Wrong. <laughs> you were both too weak, too incapable of managing the truth. It would have sat on the two of you like gravestones. How free can weaklings really be, after all? But once you came full circle, to hell and back again, to where it all began, oh my, the monsters you would become, have become. <laughs> Finally, you're strong enough to half the truth. Why, you knocked a freighter right out of the waves, for sweet sakes. <laughs> and little old Isaiah, well, didn't he just manage to smash open a bulger all on his lonesome? <laughs> oh, that's why I waited and watched. As far as joining the movement, <laughs> what choice have you got, Missy? What choice do any of us amphibians have? But if you'd rather not wreck a little havoc on the forces that betrayed you, or help hold back the darkness that will doubtlessly drown us all, <laughs> well, be my guest. But what about you, Mr. Sugar? Why are you always above it all, in the know, making decisions for us? What makes you so different than me and Isaiah? You vanish in an instant, gather armies in our absence, strike bargains with shadowy forces, open secret ways under a billion beds. <laughs> You're clearly not like us at all. I hate to say it, but sometimes I have to wonder if you're our brother at all. Since whenever was equity a symptom of siblings, am I to be judged for the providence of nature? So it was Mother Nature that made us the way we are, huh? Who's to say what wizardry the wakeless employ to hatch a mareling? And besides, my secrets are mine to keep. <laughs> but you can do whatever you'd like with ours, is that it? Hmm, but I do wonder. What do you wonder, Mary Stroud? Don't keep me in suspense now. <laughs> oh, nothing. I was just curious about how far you might be willing to go to guard those secrets of yours. Mary was keeping something from me and Sugar both. Something she felt she needed to shield me from and use against Sugar. But she felt me poking around to get a glimpse of whatever it was and change the subject. So do you have any intention of telling me more about this other you've been working for? Or are they another secret you've a right to keep? With, Mary. We've been working with them, not for them. <laughs> you silly goose. And, unfortunately, I am indeed not at liberty to say at the moment. Oh, you sadden me, brother. 
I do want to trust you, but you don't leave me any choice but to find you suspect, I'm afraid. Choice is indeed a luxury you've earned, Mary, and the hard way to boot. But I've no worries. I'm no mere stranger doling out candy. But I see I must prove myself again. <laughs> so, where do we start? I think the chessboard needs to be scrubbed of its pawns first. <laughs> you know, taking candy from babies and all of that. <laughs> In that case, I know just where we should go first. But before we begin, don't you think we should bring our dear brother in from the cold? Oh, I wouldn't worry about him. <laughs> He's being very well taken care of, and he'll be joining us shortly. You have my word on it. <laughs> Mary's eyes hissed with blue light, her voice a growl. If any harm comes to Isaiah, brother or not, sugar, you'll regret it. Not at all, dear sweet sister. He's merely getting briefed on tonight's activities. Activities that we should be about ourselves. So, what did you have in mind, Mary? Mary entered the armory, her long coat sweeping across the air, billowing where it caught the occasional draft. She was predatory in her bearing, her heels sounding at a gate purposeful yet whispered. I envied her confidence, or was it merely an enthusiasm for vengeance? The room milled with Hanuma, all cracking open the boxes of weapons they brought with them, the only weapons they had access to anymore. The silentage having sealed them all inside, away from their massive armored vehicles and additional munitions. Mary took in the sights, counting them, sizing them up. She paused at the center of the room, hands on hips, eyes glowing just enough to call attention to herself. Well, this must be quite a change for the lot of you, eh? After all, Antarctica isn't exactly Rotha, is it? Oh, I'm sorry. Was that supposed to be a secret? You're the reclamation agents, aren't you? The Marilyn filth. Looks like we're all pretty well informed. But at least I'm not hiding what I am under a helmet. Why don't you take it off, so I can see those pretty white glowing eyes of yours? You don't deserve the privilege. But you do deserve to be detained, to see what the Underlord would have of you. Asterion? Oh, I've already dealt with him. I fed on his dreams, of course. How else do you think I knew what you were? That's it. Stay where you are. Move and you will be destroyed. I also know that you're all pretty powerless while you're between the White Walls. <laughs> we're far, far from powerless, Mongrel. You're outnumbered and outgunned.
know about that. <laughs> Call for reinforcements, quickly. Once Sugar and a good chunk of the Merling horde entered the room, the door vanished behind them. The loping nightmares fanned out behind my brother, snarling and milling, hungry. And then the lights died. Activate all auto-tracking lights and prepare to eradicate this burden. Come in, Command. Come in. All the Hanyama pinned sugar in a collective glowing oval of light, their armors built in lighting striping the darkness. My brother smiled a crazed grin, hundreds of his tiny pointed teeth showing shining wet in the combined illumination. Oh, I'm afraid you're quite alone, Hanyuma. No one can hear you. It's just you and us now. Just you and the darkness. And a horde of living nightmares. <laughs> Fire! Fire! Kill them all! It was a bad day to be a Hanya, that was for sure. Carnivian on the outside and Merling on the inside. As for the Merling, black waves of my brethren flooded over the alien gunmen, their claws and fangs and assorted deadly adaptations, prying and cracking the aliens from their shimmering shells. Mary's eyes slammed the Hanyuma who insulted her against the back wall. Her, my, Balik coiled around his helmet, methodically slicing its way through to the alien inside. Mongrel filth, am I? Undeserving of the privilege of looking upon your unhidden face? <laughs> Fortunately for me, rights and privileges are not given, but taken. I will see your face before you die, creature. And I'll listen to your screams as I do so. There we are. No more helmet. Now, let's get a nice close look at you while I gut you. Do your worst, filth. Oh, don't you fret, Anima. I intend to do just that. But first, let's get you out of that armor, shall we? Mary's eyes doused the creature in raging blue fire, injecting nightmares into its psychically coherent armor, causing it to writhe and spill away, exposing the torso of a Hanyuma. It was impossible for me to not watch as Mary gutted the Hanyuma like a fish. My Balik slicing into and up its body with little resistance, followed by a glistening avalanche of alien innards. I was riveted every bit as much as I was revolted. What the hell was I? Was there any coming back from this? I was sinking beneath it all. The violence, the bloodletting, the evil.
Now that was entertainment. <laughs> that was just the beginning. We have a long road ahead of us. Which reminds me, I want to have all the human personnel here to be secured in the bowels of the Silentage, where they might survive whatever's to come. With all my strength, I pushed my words out of Mary's mouth, as she had no great interest in preserving the lives of anyone but those she knew well and gave a shit about. Her disdainful will was hot where it pressed against my own, but I was the greater part of our divided mind. Still the worrywart when it comes to helping the helpless, eh, Mary? Or is that Rose? Mind your own business! <clears throat> it's a small matter, I would have to assume. Your friend, whoever they are, seems to have an easy enough time of shifting doors and rooms about. True enough. And if you insist, I'll see that all the milling, helpless humans get wrangled into a pen where they can be all safe and sound. And what about Batna? Your silent partner, who was clearly the one we spoke to at the Kepler station, must be aware of her presence. So I'm assuming there must be a plan in place to deal with the creature, right? Right you are, Mary. Always counting cards, aren't you? <laughs> oh well, though I confess, I haven't been fully appraised as to its particulars. But when the time comes to spring whatever trap they have in mind, I'm sure we'll know about it. <laughs> so tell me, brother, as I'm sure you must know, what is a Nasul? Or, more precisely, what is Spider-Black? That's quite a question, and one I can't entirely answer, <laughs> as I'm not completely sure myself. All I know is that he's not very well-liked on either side of the candy counter. <laughs> and whatever it is he's been up to, well, I'm sure you recall that flood I mentioned. The one that puts an end to all us little amphibians. As it turns out, he's responsible for at least one of the cracks in the dam. A rather large one, or so I'm told. I can see why the creature from the White Woods, your partner in crime, wants him out of the picture so bad. Wasn't that obvious? <laughs> Who else could it be, after all? Her involvement with my brother? Her clear relationship with the Silentage? <laughs> the nature of the Silentage. All I've really left to deduce is precisely who and where she is. They must have been pretty desperate to stop the next darkness, this mistress of the White Woods and Gloomhest. I don't see creatures like that suffering each other very lightly. Desperate times, the enemy of my enemy. Those types of things, don't you know? <laughs> now, you can forgivably play dumb about the thing from the White Woods, but not Daddy Dearest. I always took him for a wakeless of some kind. But clearly, if he wants to stop the flood, as you called it, he must be an amphibian too, yes? Mary casually drew from my knowledge and experience, taking whatever she needed to do her job and give me time to heal. But still, I began to wonder. The sleep-wake cycle, growth through trauma. Was she the perfected me? 
the natural culmination of what I was? Was Mary the other consequence, embodiment of sleep? Was she pure nightmare? Could she be more than a metaphor? More than a temporary coping measure? <laughs> Here I was, worried that my brother was changing. Our father is like us, born of two worlds, a liminal horror lord. <laughs> it was his birth, his eruption into this world, that created the great tempest that killed poor, poor Boston. <laughs> so the wakeless created him, that installed him here in the waking world, as their toady, to continue your little amphibian metaphor. And now, dear old dad doesn't want to give up the gig, so he's going to slip a couple aces into his hand to beat the house. Is that about right? A thick, cold silence followed on the heels of Mary's assessment. Sugar seemed a little taken aback by either the deduction or the casual, unflattering means of its delivery. But either way, it didn't seem to be going over well with the crowd. My demonic brother looked to the Maryling horde before turning back to Mary. <laughs> oh my, Mary, you're a merciless one. <laughs> a toady, she said. <laughs> oh no, no, no. No one could have said it better. <laughs> Why, yes, father wants to keep his job. But it's a ride along, isn't it? If he stays, we all stay! <laughs> well, at any rate, I do think we should get a move on. After all, Spider and his gang aren't going to kill themselves. <laughs> we should visit Asterion and the triplets next. If we can take them out, the rest of the Hanyuma will likely be easier to deal with. Then we move on to Spider. But first, we need to catch them alone, where your partner can seal them in with us, away from help. I do like the sound of that. But, not to usurp your thunder, my wonderfully wicked sister, I sort of expected where we'd go next. I've already got our little band of brothers and sisters waiting to join us for this, the last hurrah. And our creepy crawly brother, Kujis, has been keeping oodles of eyes on Astarian and the rest of Spider's merry men. <laughs> so, whenever you're ready! <laughs> Let's go. A door instantly appeared to allow the Nightmare Horde to exit the armor and then disappeared just as quickly once they were beyond it. Melting into the darkness of the outer hallway, where the lights turned off one by one as they passed beneath them, the crowd of living nightmares made their way to yet another slaughter. All I could think of was Isaiah. Where was he? What would he think of what I'd done? Would things ever be like they were? All I could think of was the opening line of the so-called Frost Bible, a book I knew well from my time at Salence University. It opens with the devil speaking to Adam and Eve, the twice-bitten fruit clutched in his clawed hand. The price of action is colossal, and we are all going to hell.
Romy, are you in here? Romy wasn't in a room, but uh, something else was. A video disc. It was laid out on her bed. Not wasting any time, I moved to the sitting room to slide the disc into the video player. Images of Spider and Astarian appeared immediately. I've also taken the liberty of securing additional information concerning the two reclamation agents. I can see you're quite eager to prove yourself, my great Hanuma. But you really shouldn't have gone to the trouble. You see, I know them both quite well already. Especially Isaiah Stroud. Once upon a very long time ago, he was my little buddy. He was my little buddy. He was my little buddy. My ticks moved across my face like little spiders, tiny nerves tickling and twitching around my eyes. My gut tightened, teeth clenching. That's when I noticed what else had been left for me, laid out on my bed, a gray suit and a watch. The Sleep-Wake Cycle is a Maltopia production. Today's episode was written by Mark Anzalone and performed by Kelly Bear and Mark Anzalone. The episode was edited by Walker Kornfeld, and sound production and editing was performed by Stephen Anzalone. Be sure to check us out at www.maltopia.com and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Maltopia. That's M-A-E-L-T-O-P-I-A. If you want unique art and animations of Maltopia's stories, visit our YouTube page or click on the link in the show notes. If you're a fan and want to help the show grow, be sure to rate and review us on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. And for more exclusive content such as additional lore, stories, and art, be sure to check out our Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash Maltopia. 
Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.